You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from Newstalk ZB. And we are taking you on a trip to Vietnam with our travel correspondent Mike Yardley this morning. Kia ora. Good morning, Jack. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Tell you what, Hanoi is one of those great cities of the world, I reckon. I, I just think it's a fantastic city, you know, mired in all sorts of interesting history with all sorts of interesting little cultural points and, of course, the food. But if you're crossing the road in Hanoi, that in itself feels like a cultural experience. <laughs> Certainly for the first time, Jack, yes. And I think it's probably an experience tinged with a bit of trepidation as well. Um, I checked on the scooter count while I was in Hanoi. So it's a city of 8 million residents. At last count, they've got 6 million scooters. 6 so, million. Oh, my God, yeah. So there are a fair few around. There are, and you just hear that hum of the scooter. It's sort of like buzzards, yeah, you know? It's yeah. this continual hum across the city. But I think the key, particularly at pedestrian crossings, is you just need to wait for the slightest of gaps, yeah. be assertive, and make eye contact with the incoming riders, and all is good. I mean, it's sort of like there is this mix of confidence and courtesy going hand-in-hand in, hand in Hanoi. Yeah. Um, and I ha- have to say, I became totally addicted watching the traffic movements at some of the biggest city intersections. I think it was, you know, just such great free entertainment. Yeah. And just how the organised chaos <laughs> of Hanoi moves like a mass orchestra yeah. on wheels. It is beautiful to watch. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I can tell that you and I would be good travelling partners because um, I'm, ex- I'm into that kind of experience as well. They have that thing, you know, I, I remember when I was in Hanoi, yeah. Um, I, I never quite had the confidence to do it, but I would look on YouTube and there would be people who would close their eyes and yeah. walk across the street while thousands of scooters were, were riding, you know, were riding past them. Yeah. And they would just have confidence that the scooters <laughs> would kind of move around them. It's like being Moses parting the, parting the Red Sea, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I've seen those videos. I would not do it myself. No, no, no. But like you say, it's a real experience. The Hanoi Old Quarter is packed with temptations, isn't it? Where do you start? Well, that's a really good question. I don't know where you start. I think you just throw yourself in and see what happens. Um, yeah. It is such a head blast. And... I mean, that place has been a trading hub for over a millennium. They know how to sell stuff. Um, and I just thought it was such a great throttle of all senses, the old quarter. And there was, once again, this curious sense of order to the organised chaos. I love how entire streets specialise in just one product line. You know, there's the puppetry street, the street given over to funeral trinkets. Yeah. Souvenirs, uh, the traditional medicine streets, and on it goes. And then you've got the mishmash of all of those architectural styles, particularly the French influence. And God, I love those super skinny high-rise buildings, which were designed yeah. as a tax dodge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, how was the coffee? Interesting, Jack. And I know that um, you're a bit of a caffeine fiend as well. I mean... I don't know about the egg coffee, which is a Hanoi favourite. That's egg yolks replacing the milk. And, I mean, I appreciate that it was hatched in Hanoi during the Vietnam War because um, there were the rations on the fresh milk. Yeah. Uh, Similar to the condensed milk, whereby under French rule, it was very difficult to obtain fresh milk, so they went with condensed milk. I'm not sold on either, to be honest. 
I disagree. I was totally sold on the sweetened condensed milk in my coffee. It became a very, very dangerous little addiction when I was in Vietnam. I um, yeah. I mean, it's it's probably best saved for holidays. I think because if you're having three coffees a day, like I do, and all three have sweetened condensed milk in them, you're basically just having Russian fudge at every tea break, aren't you? <laughs> very true. I generally just start with the rich dark coffee. Yeah. My God, compared to a bog-standard long black in New Zealand, yeah. it is so turbocharged. I think I was vibing like a wind chime all day. Yeah, just yeah. Just one coffee, you know? It's Incredib- so strong. Eh? Did you have a, Did you come across the weasel coffee? I think it's just a tourist trap. Oh, I don't think I did. Oh, I this is a good thing. No, so when I was in Vietnam, I remember they had um, they had they they reckoned that the you know the finest coffee in the world was this rare coffee that was eaten by weasels and oh, passed God. through the digestive tract of weasels. Ah, yes, and then awesome. came out the other end, and they said that it added a certain perfume or a certain quality <laughs> to the final coffee. So you could, you know, pay about ten thousand dollars for a hundred yeah. grams of this coffee, which um, you'd be pleased to know I didn't do. <laughs> that sounds like the civet, the civet coffee and barley. They do the same ah. thing with the animal, the civet. I did try that one. I actually really enjoyed it. Ah, okay, okay. Well, well, yeah, it could be a very uh, similar thing or same thing, lost in translation. But um, okay, yeah. Look so you don't go for the sweetened condensed milk, but you do go for the civet. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what about other culinary delights? Were there were there standouts for the street food? Yeah, well, I mean, it was my first sampling of street food in Hanoi, so I yeah. started with the three Bs: farbor, uh, bangcha. Uh, in banh mi, which is your, your noodle soup with beef, your barbecued pork with rice vermicelli, and banh mi, which are those fabled, yeah. hot, crispy, delicious baguettes. They're amazing. Um, aren't they incredible? Yeah. 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 And I just loved all the different flavour concoctions. Generally, you've got a bit of meat, maybe beef, maybe chicken, pickled veggies, herbs and spices. But I was really intrigued how those baguettes are made with rice flour, which seems to be the secret to why they have that slightly sweet flavour and that incredible ah. crispy exterior. Yeah. I went, I went to a place, Jack, in the old quarter called Bar Me 25, and I reckon this is like the food burger of Hanoi. <laughs> Shoes were just extraordinary. Yeah. Best $2 lunch I have come across. Oh, that sounds great. Did you go and see Uncle Ho in the mausoleum? <laughs> well, actually, the Czech president was in town, so it was ah. shut down for half the day, but I... Finally got in there in the afternoon. It was stinking, stinkingly hot. But, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's an interesting sort of experience because it's such an austere-looking mausoleum. Yeah. And there he is, lying in his glass case, dimly lit. Um, and I, I thought it was intriguing how this whole mausoleum was specifically built so that after he passed away, Vietnamese from both the north and the south could find contentment mm. in their leader in a united Vietnam, which of course was always his vision. But the other cool thing, the mausoleum is closed for two months every year so that he gets jetted off to Moscow uh, to be given a bit of a spruce up. <laughs> <laughs> two months, yeah. yeah am, I, am, I, am I right in thinking that um, Ho Chi Minh didn't want to be kept in a mausoleum? That Correct. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was not his desire. Yeah, he was quite explicit. He's like, don't do not do that to me after I'm gone. Yeah. And they said, oh, bad news. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, that's funny, eh? I had, a, I had a rough experience at the mausoleum in that I 
had um, I travelled a bit through Southeast Asia at the time and felt very confident at the strength of my stomach. And so I was going and eating everything everywhere, eating everything off the street, eating all sorts of interesting things. And yeah. I came to Hanoi feeling overconfident. And it was as I passed Uncle Ho in the mausoleum oh. that I found the experience to be affecting in more than one way. Let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> I had to sort of rush out. Yeah, I can well appreciate that. Yeah. Sea snail noodle soup, by the way. Oh no, no, I didn't. Well, no, I I say that I didn't. Maybe I did without knowing. You know, <laughs> um, I think it's called bornok. Bornok. Yeah, uh, and it's like a classic comfort food in Hanoi. I had a little bit of that. That was about as adventurous as I got. But yeah. I would not be rushing back for a refill. Yeah, because they have that thing too with like the dried fish that they kind of burn on Bunsen burners on the side oh, of the road. Yeah. Yes. 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 It, mm, anyway, um, Hanoi loves its central city lakes, right? They're kind of like a bit of an urban detox. They are. I love these little pocket lakes, and some of them are actually quite big, but they're just such blissful retreats from the urban grits, particularly if you've been eating some dodgy food and need a bit of fresh air. Um, They are so immaculately landscaped. Ornamental bridges, flame trees, bamboo trees, willow trees, incredible flower beds. It is grand central, and my top pick of the lakes would be Trockbuck Lake, because you get a good dollop of history as well. Um, Hanoi's oldest pagoda there, but more interestingly, this is the lake that John McCain was famously photographed being dragged from before being incarcerated in the Hanoi Hilton. And if you do want to check out the jail, most of it's gone, but they've left one section which has been turned into a museum, which is well worth a look. Fantastic. Hey, it sounds like you had a great time. Thank you so much, Mike. For more of Mike's tips and tricks for navigating Hanoi, go to the Newstalk ZB website. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 9am Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.